Hello and welcome to the Surgical Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Haider Al-Hakim, the Third Eye Doctor. Pull up a chair and get ready for some candid and uncompromising discussion with experts, innovators, agitators, and influential people from every corner of health and well-being. From inside the hospital to at home in the kitchen, we're leaving no stone unturned in our quest to uncover the secrets of healthier, happier, more successful, and less stressful lives. Thank you so much for joining us, and without further ado, let's meet this episode's guest. Hello Jess, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm feeling much better. Um, I've, I've done my morning exercise, and that helps me greatly. And, oh my God, Jess, where do we start with you? You've done, sort of, exercise is part of you, isn't it? Yes. Very much so. Once I discovered it, there was no stopping me. When when did you discover it? At university, um, a friend went to the gym and I happened to go along, having not done anything for two or three years and had a bit of not a good relationship with food and mm. um, lack of confidence because of part of the way we were taught at medical school back in those days. Mm. You'll remember it well. Mm. And once I found the gym, it just became... Um, a lifesaver really wow wow certainly a sanity saver wow wow yeah it, I mean it is very powerful and if you don't go to the gym you don't know what you're missing out on I agree yes yes I'm quite evangelical about it um, so so what are your sort of um, best exercises that that you think will get you the best results in a in the shortest period of time me or people generally well up to you Okay, uh, I would probably go for body weight resistance exercises. Mm. So things like uh, press ups, which you can do on your knees if you can't do a full one, um, pull ups, which you can do from a lower bar with your feet still on the ground, or some other kind of uh, back of a table to work your back because you need to work the front and the back of your body. Press ups aren't going to be enough if you don't work your back as well. Mm. Um, and then squats and then butt lifts so that you work the front of your leg and the back of your leg mm. and then the core so things like planks and um, transversus <clears throat> exercises where you suck your belly button into the ground lying on your back and um, side side planks and all that kind of thing mm. um, yeah there are lots of good YouTube videos out there with, with demonstrations of these kind of things and, and, and do you think cardio is helpful? very much so but yeah. I think it's really good if you can combine the two together and then you kill a lot of birds in a short space of time. Um, and in really, terms of time, in terms of time, how much time do you think is sort of ideal? Spending, um, you know, between cardio and these uh, body weight exercises? Well, if you combine the two, you could do a 20 to 30 minute very effective workout mm. in a short space of time. Mm. Um, you might be somebody who, if you like the gym, you want to break down and do one body part today, another mm. tomorrow, bit of cardio thrown in, separate mm. core stuff, bit of yoga. But if you just want to do everything all at once, then I would stick, I would do a power weight, sorry, body weight resistance mm. um, thing where you actually get out of breath. So mm. maybe a minute of squats, a minute of press ups, a minute of pull ups, mm. a minute of abs, something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, working the whole body and making sure yeah. that you can't have a conversation when you're in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, or in, you don't even have to go to the gym. Mm. I mean, if I'm in a hotel room, I'll do this in a hotel room. No excuses. <laughs> now, you've been involved in competition. When when did that start for you and why did you go into competition? Um, well, 
it was at medical school and I got involved in training in the gym and got quite strong but didn't ever want to stand on a stage with fake tan baby oil and three triangles of material and uh, couldn't see any other thing that you could use being strong with weights to do uh, until somebody approached me um, to have a go at this powerlifting competition. So I didn't know what that was um, so went to watch a powerlifting competition and saw all these men staggering about with ridiculous weights on their shoulders and big bulging veins and couldn't believe that women actually did it mm. and then met somebody a woman that did do it and she got me involved and so I represented my university and went and did this competition and um, there weren't that many of us in it but I won and that was quite encouraging wow. so went on and pursued it after that and uh, ended up doing it for the British team and um, had a big long retirement and then competed again till I was 50 and then retired again just about then so you um, so you competed uh, until when and then and then you retired what I what competed age until, uh, mid 30s I, st I, I stopped in my mid 30s mm -hmm. mid to late 30s um, having f oh, not got onto the British team at all until I was 31 mm. so it's never too late yeah. And that kind of sport you can do much older than something like swimming or gymnastics. Or... Yeah, yeah. I guess the bones are sort of get stronger, the muscles get more mature, and the insertions are stronger, I guess. And just as you go on, you can add a little bit here, a little bit there. So people who've been doing it a long time, who've added maybe a couple of kilos to their best lift mm. every year, or more slightly more quickly, um, when you look back, you realise that you've actually made massive progress and you mm. can lift some really big weights. So what, 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 what advice would you give to, to people of age um, who want to get into exercise? Uh, I would say that weights is a really great thing to do because you want to try to reduce your aging lean body mass, um, to reduce falls and also to make sure that the things that you're doing in your everyday life are always easier than what you're doing in the gym. Mm. So for example, if you do a controlled lift in the gym that's quite heavy and under control, you can get those muscles strong so that when you have to put something on a high shelf, that's not the hardest thing you're going to do mm. Mm. because you're already much stronger than that because of doing your controlled stuff in the gym. Mm. Mm. And there's lots of very qualified personal trainers out there and yeah. people that sort yeah. of quite easily show yes. you how it's done properly. Absolutely, but there are also some very good machines that you can use out there to get the muscles stronger if there's nobody around to show you. Mm. And the machines are usually fairly self-explanatory. It's a bit more difficult to go wrong and injure yourself using a, a pulley machine or, mm. or something like that than, than maybe trying the free weights to start with. Mm -hmm. and, and, and squats? And, and how about squats in, in old age? Is that a safe um, exercise? I think if you take if your technique is good, I would definitely say get someone to show you how to do that mm. Um, mm. because I've seen a lot of people do uh, very uh, worrying technique with the knees forward and the neck forward and the bar high on your neck and I've, I've seen a lot of nasty interest, uh, injuries even in competitions mm. from people who've maybe the technique has not been brilliant. Mm. Um, mm. So I think, I think if you're doing that you need somebody really and sometimes having a video of yourself can be helpful. So mm. someone can point out what you might be able to pick up on. Mm, mm, mm. And mm. and how about the issues of of knees? Because you know the knees get all uh, degenerative as we get older. If you're doing something with weights, then you're not doing any high impact stuff on your knees. Mm. So you're keeping the muscles around that joint strong, mm. 
by gradual loading. So you're actually then transferring the load onto the muscles and ligaments mm. and away from the joint. Mm. So I would definitely encourage anybody to use uh, to use that kind of training as they get older. Mm, mm, mm. And and in terms of supplements, do you, do you think the supplements play a role in uh, in joints and muscles and exercise? They may do, and there are lots of people out there who know more about that than I do. But I've never taken a supplement for any, you know, anything. I've never taken any um, performance enhancing or health enhancing supplements because I like to feel it. I can get everything I need from food, which I like a lot. Wow! So no whey, no creatine, no steroids, no, no God, EPO, no, no way, <laughs> no way, no way. So proper, oh. pro proper nuts. Yes, know. mind you, my my sport, although I did do it internationally, wasn't ever my career. So maybe um, if it had ever become a professional sport, I might have had to explore those options if that was my source of income. But it was uh, amateur, so. Yeah, and you know, you got to international level. You got to yes. international level, and yes. you know, people are going to upset by saying this. You're a woman as well, not a man. Correct. So you know, <laughs> so you so so you produce your own natural growth hormone and testosterone and all the other hormones that that you need to be such a powerful lady. I guess a bit of genetics as well. Um, my father was a good gymnast in his early days, so ah. that probably I probably got a bit of that. Um, and also, um, I think in my earlier life, he used to own a pig farm. So I worked on a pig farm in my early teens. He was a GP, but he always had something else going on. <laughs> He's a very interesting guy. So, and he so I guess he introduced you into all this physical activity. Yes, he would love me to have been a gymnast as well. But um, although I was strong, uh, I've got no uh, spatial awareness and um, I'm really a coward when it comes to things like throwing myself around backwards. So there was definitely no natural inclination to excel at that. Mm, mm. To my uh, disappointment. <laughs> well, you can always, you know, because we were chatting before and, and, and you were talking about doing some circus work, stuff like oh, that. Yes. yes. Yeah, well, my, my friend invited me to join in with this circus skills class that he's attending every few weeks. So I've now been to two trapeze classes, and uh, it's great uh, if you're strong, you can do quite a lot of the stuff, and it's not up high, so I don't have to be brave. So so far, so good. And are they impressed by your um, athleticism and big muscles and lovely uh, <laughs> curves and all that stuff? Couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> well. I'll come back to you on that. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about the strength there. I'm, I'm talking yeah, about the strength your, thing, yeah. I guess, yeah, because um, I suppose it's unusual to be a woman uh, pushing 60 who's got decent upper body strength. I'm trying to push that for other women because I think it's really important. Because you're actually um, a world record holder. Um, ah, yeah. And, you know, how does it feel to be a world record holder? Um, well, it's quite nice to have achieved something at my advanced age that uh, is... It has given me a little bit of uh, what's the word positive feedback and um, personal satisfaction yeah yeah particularly in, in an exercise that's normally uh, done by men mm. oh. sorry hold on a sec I need to just decline that sorry a call came through which I've just declined is that okay yeah of course too bad for them yeah, yeah. I've just declined it yeah can you still see me <laughs> yes yes I can yes okay that's good yeah that's good. So we're, we're, we were talking about uh, being a world record holder, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, it was for doing parallel bar dips with added weight of a third of my body weight. 
uh, in a minute. So um, uh, the, it was a one-minute record. And um, there's a, a there's a record organisation called the Record Holders Republic, mm. which is it's not Guinness because they charge a fortune if you want to do one of their records and you have oh, to wow. put their, they have you have to put their officials up in hotels and pay them several thousand pounds and all this. But the Record Holders Republic is a great organisation. Um, and it's a fully validated um, body whereby you can attempt to do uh, world records and send them videos and um, you have somebody, you have to have two officials and do signed statements and all of that. So I did my first one with them 10 years ago, which was to do parallel bar dips with 20 kilos attached in a minute. And uh, I managed to do 15. And wow. that record stands actually. Um so 10 years later, I thought I'd is, like to... Is do this for all age groups or just your age yes, group? Wow. Yes, no. Yeah. Um, so because it was 10 years later, I wanted to have a go at doing another record. But this time I wanted to do it for charity um, and see what I could do. So I trained and trained and realized I wasn't going to be able to break my one that I'd done when I was 47. Um, <laughs> so I thought, right, well, I'll do it as a percentage of my body weight. So I did it with a third of my body weight and managed to do 12. So that was good. And yeah, I, I saw that video. It's amazing. Uh, oh, you know, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was entranced. I was watching you very carefully. Did you watch the one with the half the body weight as well? Because I, I did a little tag on record at the end of uh, doing it with half my body weight and I managed three. Well, I watch you all the time, to be honest, on Facebook. Oh, you're very yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever you have videos on Facebook, I'm sort of watching you closely. Uh, you also kindly contributed to my million in a minute uh, charity campaign for mine. Mm. So thank you for that and for, for promoting it. Because um, that was the main reason for doing this. I'm trying to get lots of people involved in doing one minute challenges or funny activities um, to raise money for mind. Mm. And um, my own challenge raised a thousand pounds. Wow. But I'm aiming for a million, hence the name million in a minute. And so far, I'm struggling to get other people involved because despite trying to contact the media, nobody's heard of me. So um, it needs to be somebody, if, if I can just attract the attention of somebody well known to try and push this the next step, um, that would be great. You, yeah, I mean, self-promotion is not natural for us doctors. No. You know, we're no. not good at um, shouting our own lovely bodies and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, lovely legs and asses and backs and all that other stuff. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It wasn't so much for the body thing. It was the what what can be done with the body thing. Mm. But my, my friend also, because I wanted to make this funny, she kindly joined in and tried to put on as many pairs of underpants as she could in a minute. And there's a very funny video. It's called Knickers, the, I think. It's called Knickers. The Knicker Challenge, does. Brenda's Knicker <laughs> Challenge, yeah. Um, on the Million in a Minute Facebook page that you can watch. And she managed to get on about 40 pairs and raised over £300 with her challenge. So I just think if lots of people joined in, this could really go viral. Yeah. But I'm struggling to make that happen at the moment. I'll keep pushing it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're good at pushing, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> so, so so, how can you be a world record holder? What, what are your three top tips for that? Um, well, find something that nobody else has done. Mm. Um, practice it. Yeah. And... Just register with Record Holders Republic and these guys will tell you what you need to do to get your name in the books. Amazing, amazing. And, you it know, can be funny. It doesn't have to be challenging or physically difficult. It can be. I mean, maybe my friend Brenda could actually officially make that a world record. Mm. 
yeah and it's fun and it and, yes, exactly. and it's fun it's challenging and it sort of gets people talking about particularly you know the charities and and you know yes. all of these good causes and you know mental health is is a is a massive problem now um yes. and that's because people are talking about it and it's a bit more acceptable to talk about these things and so on um and and really you know these people are sort of helping millions of people daily and i think the more that we support them the better well um, as a gp that was i would say one of the main things of my time as a gp and its impact on relationships and unemployment and drug mm-hmm. addiction and self-esteem and homelessness and all of these things you can think of in society either either caused by or led to adverse mental health and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to push my campaign towards uh, helping mind um, because I think they can plug some of the gaps that the NHS can't yet manage to fill with mental health service provision yeah yeah that's in fact yeah, I think we probably should have a national mental health service and I think the government is coming a little bit more, more around to this way of thinking um, of having uh, mental health primary care in A&E departments and such like I think yeah. we'll get there I think we'll get there and I, I want to be my cog in the wheel yeah, and I think sort of you know being a part of exercise and gym and and weight work and and lifting heavy weights and so on. I think you know it's just an integral part to to getting over mental health issues. Absolutely agree. Yes. Yeah, and you know you you had a stint where you sort of stopped going to the gym, and then you had um, a stint on CrossFit. What's what's CrossFit like? CrossFit is a fantastic sport that combines Olympic lifting, powerlifting, mm. running, rowing, skipping, kettlebells, um, bodyweight exercises, so pull-ups and handstand press-ups and everything you can think of. Um, and it's very good mix of doing uh, resistance exercise and cardio. Um, you can achieve a lot in a short time. My only problem with it was that a lot of the, the ballistic types of exercises and the high volumes of exercise, it makes it quite... Um, injury uh, risking yeah yeah and i did have a few shoulder niggles during it so i've gone back to the slightly less ballistic movements of mm. the normal gym exercises and bodyweight exercises that yeah. i was doing before but I, I think it's a fantastic sport yeah yeah no ballistics please you know uh, yes exactly. yeah <laughs> we're a society with no guns thank you very much absolutely no bombs no guns come you know come <laughs> from an iraqi stay away from those from those things it, Yes. It's not good for us. Um, so we're, we're coming towards the end of our podcast. What are your uh, three top tips for um, young ladies your age who want to be healthy and sexy and, and super duper like yourself? Okay, I don't think I would call myself young ladies of my age, but okay. Um, lift weights, <laughs> lift weights, definitely. Um, what else? Would it, yes, here's one. Concentrate on what your body can do rather than what it looks like. Mm, 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 mm. And what else? Probably have a a sedentary hobby as well. I know that sounds like a bit of a contradiction, but I think if you're frustrated and you can't train because of an injury, it's really good to have something absorbing that you can do that isn't physical, um, something that's yours and is a city-down hobby that you can do for the rest of your life, even if you can't keep all the physical stuff going to the same high level. Wonderful, wonderful. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Jess. And and um, if people want to get hold of you, how can they do that? Um, they could contact me by email yep. on jesscjones at me.com. 
I'd be happy to hear from anybody. I'm very sociable. And your Facebook? Uh... Or, or through Facebook on my Million in a Minute Facebook page. It, Million in a Minute is the, the charity Facebook page, but I'm contactable via it. I don't use a social media company. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much, Jess. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this installment of the Surgical Spirit podcast. For all the latest in the world of Surgical Spirit, don't forget to follow on Twitter at The Third Eye Doc and catch me on Facebook at the page The Third Eye Doctor. You can visit the website at www.thethirdeyedoctor.co.uk for more information on the work that I do. And please send us feedback and questions and suggestions for the podcast. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. I've been Dr. Haida Al-Hakim and I'll see you next time.